listeners, and welcome to the Leadership Connection, a Mobius podcast. I am Tara Holwegner, and I am your guest host for today. And uh, I am very excited to be leading the podcast for Mobius. We're calling this the Tara Takeover of the Leadership Connection. Uh, I am an intellectual property and product manager at Lifecycle Engineering, and I am honored today to be here on this podcast where we have conversations with leaders from industrial asset management, reliability, and maintenance discipline. So we bring leaders in from all over the world to share their experience and advice about leadership in industry today. And I'm very excited today to be here with Limuel Sagrajaka. Uh, he is uh, a vice president of the Reliability Consulting Group at Lifecycle Engineering. Uh, Limuel has an MBA and he has over 25 years of industrial experience. So the Reliability Consulting Group at Lifecycle Engineering offers consulting services, education, and tools to help companies drive performance in the areas of asset management, organizational effectiveness, equipment reliability, change management, and industry 4.0 strategies. So Limuel, welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank thank you, Tara. Um, I look forward to the discussion. Yes. So let's just jump right in. Um, I'd like for you to start off for our listeners talking about a, a project or the moment that you were first recognized and 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 that you recognized yourself as as being a leader. Sure, uh, it was early in my career at Johnson and Johnson. Uh, every year, uh, key projects from all life sciences and consumer products uh, divisions are submitted to J and J headquarters for review and consideration. Uh, as you can imagine, there were over a hundred affiliate companies. Hundreds of key projects are done yearly. Of all the projects, my team received the Global Innovation Award. Uh, wow. Our team successfully implemented a MES solution at Visicon, which is the Vision Care facility in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, the impact uh, was huge in operations and quality. Uh, the project enabled parametric release of products where only quality checks were done by exception. Uh, and that's very uh, hard to do uh, in any uh, manufacturing facility. Uh, This had a dramatic uh, increase in release product to the marketplace. Uh, Also, along with the application, uh, we installed vision systems to automate visual quality checks of each contact lens during production, uh, which was really a game changer, uh, as you probably can tell. Uh, Bad Mm -hmm. products were caught at every stage of manufacturing. Therefore, product rarely, uh, if not totally, uh, eliminated at the end of production. Uh, This had a uh, big impact in COGS, uh, which every manufacturer wants to do is to decrease the cost of goods sold. uh, Exactly. Yeah. And and all this implementation of this application and technology really drove the cost down uh, because you're no longer making bad product and uh, pushing it through the full manufacturing system. uh, You're removing it. Uh, as uh, as they go bad, and only the good products are done all the way through manufacturing. Wow! So this was a huge uh, um, innovation for Johnson Johnson, a big contributor to the business, and and that's a huge that's a huge conglomeration um, to get that sort of visibility. Um, so thank you for that. Absolutely for that story. Um, 
what what would you say let's 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 take it out of the um out of specific uh industrial uh experience and talk more about leadership um and and the philosophy of leadership so what would you say is is the primary motivating factor behind you as a leader behind your style of leadership well uh the primary motivating factor is seeing the success of uh, and growth of my people, right? It's not just uh, my immediate organization, but in all parts of the company. Uh, for me, job satisfaction or motivation for success, it's not related to how much a person makes monetarily, uh, but rather having a sense of belonging and value to the company. So it's up to me as a leader uh, to make that happen. Uh, when people are involved, having their voices heard, valuing their input. Uh, it creates a certain feel of ownership and satisfaction uh, of what they do because they have a feeling that they, they, that they do have an impact on the organization and the company's success. If you think uh, of, uh, about reliability programs, people may not see the immediate impact of change uh, right. in the process and culture to the bottom line, uh, but these programs have significant mid and long-term gains in operational efficiencies. Uh, this is where uh, you have to be steadfast in constant support and communication to the group and stakeholders, and really empowering the, uh, the team uh, will provide them growth and feeling of success. So I really appreciate that. A leader of the people, you're um, showing showing your teams how they make a, a genuine difference and empowering them, you know, to be a part of the organization's success and that they're actively a part of the, the organization's success. Um, so let's talk a little bit now about um, maybe some of your, your background. So in your career, um, which is you know, spanned large organizations, medium-sized organizations, um, uh, all different um, cultures. Was there someone that you have looked to or someone that you'd like to call out as a mentor or a role model that mm -hmm. influenced your career? And if you could think of that person or um, that mentor and then, and then share with our listeners two or or three things that 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 individual taught you that you learned from them so that that's somewhat of a loaded question for me it is a loaded <laughs> question yeah, because um mentorship to me it's not one person uh throughout your whole a whole career uh there are several mentors um at least from my case uh, during my career that i mm -hmm. credit uh, the way i work and think uh, for me, a mentor does not have to be your senior, uh, which most people think uh, they have to be. It could be a peer or a subordinate. Uh, levels of the organization does not determine mentorship, at least from my perspective. My mentors, uh, each of them had these in common, though, which I hold close and applied in my career. Uh, first, the most important key uh, to your own success is the success of your people uh, around you. Uh, project success is fitting, uh, but rather success is lasting, right? Uh, the people's success is lasting. Um, second is to be a servant leader. So break down barriers when needed. Talk to everyone to get input and consensus. You as a leader uh, must open the doors of opportunity 
and break down the barriers that limits cre uh, creativity uh, are the key things. Uh, when you focus on these, your people will not be afraid to, uh, to be innovative and seek success in everything they do. And then third, uh, but not least, is don't be scared to make hard decisions as long as you have done the due diligence to make an informed decision, okay? If you think uh, about all three, they are strongly tied together. Um, the saying uh, that my father ingrained in my head is, I have never met a successful man or woman that never took a chance, right? Uh, so right. to be successful, you have to take chances and your people need to be to create an environment where everyone feel comfortable of taking chances. If you think about it, asset management, reliability, maintenance disciplines are affected by these. Uh, if you think about predictive analytics, this could be a scary initiative, uh, as everyone knows. Everyone's trying to get into predictive. Uh, these changes uh, the mindset of using technology to drive actions and decisions and maintenance programs. Uh, mm -hmm. You have, again, to empower the team, break down the barriers and drive to action to make this happen. So all these things are all tied together in, um, when it comes to empowerment of your own people. I, you know, and we've talked about empowerment a few times already um, now, and I can definitely tell that 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 is your style of 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 leadership, being a servant leader. It's about the success of your people. It's about mm -hmm. breaking down barriers so that they can help innovate. Um, you said take chances, but so people can can uh, create what those chances mm -hmm. and opportunities. Uh, are going to be. It's not just a top-down, um, you know, uh, approach. It, it's um, it's all all inclusive, and to create an environment where people feel safe to uh, be able to come up with new ideas um, and have them be appreciated and supported. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's 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 uh, really insightful. Um, I'd like to ask a fun question now, because we got a little deep there. You know, we got a little into our feels. Um, so I, let's ask a fun question now. If you could have coffee, tea, uh, a beverage of your choice, with anyone in the world, alive or dead, fictional or real, who would it be and why? Well, let's see. Uh, this may seem odd, but I'd like to have tea with my father again. Um, oh, now yeah. you got me back in my feels again. This is okay. Please tell yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the reason why I said my father is I had a, a deep relationship with him. Uh, we talked about everything from work to family, things that has gone right, uh, what things has gone wrong, and um, sometimes just uh, for help and advice. Uh, to provide me courage and direction, right? Uh, all the things uh, that you would like to talk to someone that you're comfortable with, right? Mm -hmm. I also ask why, uh, when, when I see things around me going wrong and why are things the way they are, how I can help. Uh, so um, I used him as a mentor, a friend, a father, and everything else. Um, the, the, the key part uh, here is, he is God, uh, he's a God-fearing man. Uh, so he had a strong belief that God opens the door to everyone's success, but it is all up to that indivi individual to walk through that door. And uh, so that was fully ingrained in me. I believe in that too. So uh, I did not take the chance to get to know him deeper. Uh, so would like to understand more what um, of what drove him, 
It was always, he was uh, trying to, I was trying uh, to ask him for advice rather than getting to know how he thinks, right? And, and that's why right. I sit down with him um, if if I had the chance to do, uh, do it again. I also uh, want to know what, what does he go through when making decisions, uh, the tough mm -hmm. decisions? Uh, how can, uh, and it goes back, is how do you empower your people, right? Um, mm -hmm. In order to make changes. He, he, he did have a great sense of these aspects where his organizations excelled. And I want to do the same thing for people and my organizations. So yes, it would be my father that I want to have tea, um, sit down and just have tea again. So. Sure. No, that's excellent. And can definitely tell that, you know, that, that, um, that, that has influenced, you know, your, your approach to leadership um, as well. Um, I mean, we talked about, uh, empowerment, just even in that, in that mm -hmm. discussion, you know, about you've got to be the one to walk through the door, take the chance. Yeah. Um, no, that's lovely. Thank you for sharing. So, um, if you could go back, if you could go back in time, maybe before that J and J, um, uh, award that, that you got, um, and give give a piece of advice or let's say let's you know maybe take your father's voice and if you could give a piece of advice to uh your your uh, yourself earlier in your career let's say your 20 year old self you know what would it be well i i, I said this to my uh to my own um children when they were growing up there uh, you go I, even better so, so yeah <laughs> uh, uh so when they started their career uh and, and basically uh the advice is Take every opportunity that is offered, whether you think you're ready or not. Right? Everything is, uh, everyone is too critical of oneself uh, that you're not ready because you may not have the experience to be successful. Uh, keep in mind, the reason you have the opportunity is that the person who is offering you the opportunity sees great attributes in you that he or uh, she thinks will lend itself to provide immediate and future success uh, uh, that you're taking on. Um, no one has all the experiences entering a role, uh, no matter what level, right? Uh, right. So it is knowing how, uh, how to quickly learn and apply all the things you know that will give you that edge. Uh, uh, given the, uh, going back to your reliability programs as an example, uh, people may have heard uh, of it or know a little of it, that is uh, that it is an initiative that needs to be put in place to help drive operational value. That's all mm -hmm. they know. Uh, and, right. and you're entering uh, <laughs> into that realm, uh, not knowing so much. Uh, but if you have the passion, uh, go for it. Uh, whether you have all the knowledge or not, learn and apply your learnings. Uh, before you know it, you, you have a whole lot of gains with incremental steps of reliability or no matter what you do. Right. Each step is a step in the right direction. And um, and if you have that courage, have that courage to to take those opportunities, even if you feel like you're not ready, uh, believe in in what other people are seeing in you and 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 then take those steps because you'll get there. You'll get what exactly. you need along the way. Absolutely. That's really inspiring. Thank you, man. I feel inspired from that. Thank you. I think you just inspired me. Um, <laughs> so speaking of, um, 
Yeah, speaking of inspiration and, and accomplishments, um, what do you consider uh, to be your most significant accomplishment to date? And we'll just say, what do you consider it today? Could be mm-hmm. something different tomorrow. But what do you think right now would be a, an accomplishment that you would highlight um, thus far in your career? As you probably, probably can tell, I'm a people person. Right. So, no, I know <laughs> not coming so, through at all. <laughs> uh, so uh, my most significant, uh, significant professional accomplishment is I, I would say seeing the continued success of the people uh, that I have worked with in every part and stage of my career mm-hmm. uh, and have a continued uh, continued a personal relationship with them. Uh, that is uh, very important to me. It is great to know uh, that I had a positive in, uh, influence and impact in their career and passing on, on their learnings to, the, uh, to their own teams. Uh, we often have uh, those discussions, e- even now, uh, people that, that I worked with 20 years ago still reach out to me uh, and, and talk about the things that we used to do and how uh, his learnings um, during our time together is affecting his own organization or her organization. Uh, They feel a sense of satisfaction when they see the client increase their reliability uh, performance and striving to do more. Uh, So Mm -hmm. uh, this uh, this is from an external perspective, right? Um, Right. There are so many uh, case uh, studies uh, within uh, LCE from our teams that you uh, you you can get uh, to learn and get a sense of possibility of what success really means. So again, it goes back uh, to the people uh, driving success to them, uh, which basically drives my own success. Mm-hmm. You see success when you can see it in others, right? Absolutely. And when you see, um, and that that is something that um, that you know I know that life cycle engineering is. Um, uh, prescribes to or ascribes to. Um, so, and what a compliment, you know, that you're able to, uh, keep in touch with, or people with, you know, decades later and, and still, uh, uh, see that, um, those kernels of success that, that you helped to, uh, to plant, um, many years ago. That's great. So let's talk about some difficulties. We um, we touched on it briefly about how, gosh, one of the jobs of a leader is to make the tough decisions, right? Mm-hmm. That's there. If, if you're thinking about responsibility matrix, mm-hmm. the A, the accountable, the buck ends here, the, the decision maker. Um, could you tell me, uh, or, you know, for, for me and our, and our listening audience, um, as a leader, one of the one of a, the most a difficult obstacle. Like, could you share a story with us about a difficult situation, a difficult decision that you had that you had to make, and and um, how did you go about it? Talk about that decision making process that we were discussing earlier um, uh, when we were having tea with your father. Um, mm-hmm. Just tell us a little bit about how you came to be able to make the decision and, and know that that was what you had to do. Yeah, uh, let me talk about that holistically uh, because you see this in all projects and all initiatives. It's it's the fear of change uh, is the obstacle. Uh, 
Okay, that that comes in many ways. Um, it could be a change in culture. It could be mm -hmm. a change in current ways of working. It could be a change in processes. Um, people are used to doing things the way they used to do it, right? Sure. And then um, the, the other th uh, things is implementation of technology. People fear technology, uh, that technology will take over their job. And, and so many other uh, fears that comes into play on that. I'm not, I'm not able to use it. I don't know how to use technology and so on. So it's Yes, really it's uncomfortable. It's, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So uh, all of these uh, require strong management uh, of change, uh, which mm -hmm. means including stakeholders in key decisions, communicating to affected areas, following a process and methodology. Um, because if you don't, it feels um, uh, to the audience like you're shooting from the hip. And that you don't that have control or a plan. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. So you really have to uh, follow a process and, and a methodology. And most of all, getting the support of all parts of the organization uh, is key. Mm -hmm. uh, as everyone knows, uh, failure of initiatives or programs is not necessarily process and technology. It is oftentimes the acceptance and use of you, uh, from your people and it all starts with acceptance of, the, of that change. Uh, getting them up to speed and comfortable and remove mm -hmm. the fear of making a mistake will make it happen. And they will be the champions of those initiatives eventually. So really removing that fear of change, getting people comfortable is the obstacle uh, that you need to overcome. Agreed. That is one of the, um, that is one of the core functions you know, of a leader in industry today is mm -hmm. to shepherd, you know, is to shepherd and help help teams navigate through change in order to be successful. And the research proves it. So um, Limwell, I know at uh, Lifecycle Engineering, they're familiar with the ProSci um, methodology and ProSci is an organization that's a research body. Uh, they've published, you know, for decades on, on managing change. Um, and the research shows that projects where change has been managed using a process uh, managed effectively um, is multiple times more likely to, to be successful. What does success mean? It means that people have are adopting the new way, that they're doing the, the new thing, the new way, um, and that they are uh, gaining proficiency. At, at that new way and that that new way becomes it doesn't become the new way it becomes the way that we do things and that, that is that's the the sign of success mm -hmm. um and another piece of the research that's been consistent um over decades as well is that leaders executive sponsorship is that essential um special sauce <laughs> it's that essential piece uh, of of being making the decisions of being the strong leader to to help the people through uh, the uncomfortable phases of change and into into um, the new way. So we know that managing change um, and the ability to um, include stakeholders and be a, a good communicator and be a sponsor for change is a skill and experience that's instrumental for a leader to be successful. Um, are there any other uh, skills or experience from your perspective that you would share with our listeners today 
that you consider instrumental to the success of a leader? Absolutely. The the other uh, part is being a strong collaborator. Ah. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I found getting everyone's input uh, makes my thinking stronger and getting other perspectives and input uh, be- because uh, by getting those input, I may have missed uh, some data point uh, that I wasn't uh, looking at uh, that's uh, detrimental to the project or uh, could change the project um, holistically. So mm-hmm. um, that collaboration is is key. Uh, oftentimes, uh, whatever I'm embarking on or, uh, or I'm starting an initiative, um, I pull in um, the stakeholders, uh, some mm-hmm. of the um, change agents. Uh, and for me, a change agent is someone that is not afraid in uh, providing input that can change an organization or a process. Not, um, not necessarily someone that just says, this is how we do things. Uh, right. How um, we should maintain. Uh, always um, uh, look at uh, people that wants to constantly optimize whatever it is we're, uh, we're looking into. Right. Sure. Um, Challenge that status quo. Exactly. To be to 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 be to be better. Absolutely. Uh, Because if you uh, think about it, uh, if you're satisfied with the status quo, you never know whether it's the right uh, way of doing things or it needs to be uh, to be changed. Right. Um, Right. The decision may uh, may be uh, as you go through the discussions that you stay with status uh, status quo, then you move on uh, to some other initiatives. Uh, so it could be um, uh, that type of thinking where you set your priorities uh, accordingly. Um, for example, um, going back to the j and um, example that we talked about in, in the beginning, uh, parametric mm-hmm. these uh, can, uh, can be uh, reviewed by exception only. Uh, that is the mm-hmm. ultimate goal, but there are regulatory requirements that must be met and full parametric release would have violated ESIG requirements for full quality release. So uh, without input by the uh, by the quality team, we could have gone through an electronic release and and violated uh, some of the regulations that we uh, that a life science company needs to abide by before they ah. release. So it, uh, you have to get all these different perspectives uh, from all the affected areas because they have insights that you may not have. Uh, and, and the way to do that is to collaborate. To collaborate. I think that that is a, a major message um, from, this, from this whole episode that I hope our, our listeners uh, take away. Um, from it. It's about the success of the people and empowering the people and collaborating um, with all the stakeholders. I'm sure there's a really good Peter Drucker quote <laughs> that that we could, right. that, that that shares all of that too. So um, you know the next question that I that um, I wanted to ask you pulls a little bit more um, uh, on these uh, traits or uh, how should I describe it? Um, characteristics, you know, of, of great leaders. Mm-hmm. If you were going to, to pull, I mean, maybe one of them is collaboration, you know, and the ability to be open and to have that open door. Um, but what other two or three things, you know, would you yeah. say makes 
a great leader? Yeah, there, uh, there. Uh, let me talk about three attributes. Um, great. It's a um, listener and observer. What that, uh, what I mean by that is uh, get the pulse of what is happening, uh, organize and prioritize. Uh, but it's better to do less uh, to make a greater impact rather doing all and have a um, small impacts everywhere. Uh, it's the first thing. Um, the second thing is trust. Uh, keep me informed. Um, I, I, I don't like surprises. So keep me informed, but I trust my teams to make decisions. Right? Okay. Um, if an informed decision is made, don't be afraid if the outcome uh, results to no value. Uh, we can always use the learnings to adjust and go uh, in another direction. Mm -hmm. uh, it is worse uh, to not make uh, it. It is worse to making no decisions at all uh, because we didn't learn anything, we didn't try anything, and we remain status quo. Status quo. Yeah, and then uh, the last one, and we talked about this uh, a little bit earlier, is I'm a constant optimizer. Continuous improvement is the, the way of life. Um, and that, that is in culture, in people, process, and technology. Uh, mm -hmm. One must really determine uh, what can be further optimized, uh, leveraging the new culture, the new people, the new process, and the new technology. So everything ties together. Yes, it does. Um, it, it definitely does. And in you know, a lot in the industry today, we do talk about the pace of change, right? We talk about how um, things are um, changing so fast about change, saturation. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think in what you're saying, um, the leader's responsibility is to, or one of the leader's responsibilities is, is to, pivot, you know, help people get through that fear of change, help people to understand why, you know, the things are, why things are changing, how they will be impacted in a better way individually, you know, by, by sticking through it, by, mm -hmm. um, by making those decisions and following through um, with the, with, with the changes and, um, and the improvements as as they come um i was trying to find a quote uh right about uh, about um about change and about um continuous improvement um you know just uh, one came one came to mind if you always do what you've always done you'll always get what you always got that's right you know so, so you you have to be uh or it sounds like some of your advice is um if you you know empower uh, people give them, listen to them, trust them, give them the space to be creative, to be innovative, um, and then support that. Uh, um, even if it's not always successful right off the bat, mm -hmm. exactly. you're still moving in that. You're still moving in that in that right direction. Um, another one uh, quote that I'll share um, with you and and see see what you think about this. It's actually by um, uh, former President John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. Mm. What 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 do you think about that quote? That quote really hits uh, me 
to the heart, right? Yeah. Everything we talked about um, really is in that quote um, yes. uh, where, where you empower your people, um, uh, do everything you can do uh, so um, in order for them to be comfortable in making decisions uh, and empowering them and trusting them to make those decisions. And another thing I like about the quote in the context of our conversation um, today, Lynn Wallace, that quote doesn't say at what level you are a leader, right? So if you inspire other people, you don't necessarily have to be in the Mm C-suite. You know, you can be a leader like you were talking about the the change agents. Mm -hmm. You know, those are um, leaders in their own right. Uh, you know, um, inspiring people to think more, dream more, be more, learn more, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it goes back to our, our, uh, one of our conversations about mentors, where I yes, said it doesn't have exactly. to be uh, some uh, your superior. It could be your peer. It could be your subordinate. It could be the lower parts of the organization. It could be your mentor. Absolutely. Well, and now you're doing my job because I was supposed to be the one to call back to you saying that (laughs) (laughs) because I did want to, I did want to go back to uh, go back full circle to, to that comment um, that you made about mentors don't have to be your, uh, you know, above you in the organization. Mm -hmm. Um, That comes full circle. That's great. So um, I, we've talked a lot about um, about culture change and about leading through that. Um, I, I want to um, leave our listeners with uh, something tangible, um, maybe a course, you know, or a book or a video, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a leader, um, you know, out there, um, a TED talk, you know, are there any um, recommendations, you know, any book or, or something that has that, that you feel um, changed the way that you thought, you know, about mm-hmm. being leadership or influenced your style as a leader? What would you recommend to our listeners? Uh, there are three books uh, that I basically um, read throughout my career. Uh, and sometimes I go back to it uh, just as, as a reminder, if I'm struggle, struggling with some decisions. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one, and I I think everyone knows this book. It's by Stephen Covey in 1989, uh, and it's been redone uh, to make it um, more from a modern uh, industry perspective. Mm-hmm. But it's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Classic. Uh, right, that's a classic. And um, uh, the 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 other uh, one is Leadership 101 uh, by John uh, Maxwell. Uh, what that one is, it focuses on the fundamentals of developing a trusted partnership with your peers, management, and worker. Mm. So this is how uh, that collab- collaboration um, uh, works, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Bring in all parts of the organization. And then uh, last but not least is leaders eat fast. Um, it's the, Leaders it's my, eat fast? Uh, eat, uh, I'm sorry, eat last. Last. Eat last. That's by Simon Sinek. Yes, um, I love uh, Simon Sinek. Right. And he talks about the value of listening to your people uh, to make your company better. So building trust in one company. So all the things that we discussed are really within these three books. 
that um, that I mentioned, uh, and that's why I keep going back to it uh, as I see fit or when, when I'm struggling with with something. Right. So you can you can just flip to the page or you know look mm -hmm. on your um, look on your screen and and find that uh, motivation or that advice you know right. that uh, th that you can that you can use. Okay. So you heard it here, folks. Covey Seven Habits, Always a Keeper, Leadership 101, and then Leaders Eat Laugh by Simon Sinek. He's got a lot of great videos too. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Sinek, just very, um, very inspiring. Well, you know, I think we have, we have talked about some such great things, servant leadership, success of your people, um, uh, empowering your people having the courage of the leader to do that, but having, but having the ability to inspire courage in others. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, uh, I love that phrase that, um, that advice that you shared, take every opportunity you're offered, even if you're, even if you think you're not ready, um, take the plunge and, and be ready to learn quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, and don't be afraid of change. Um, especially since there are so many great, uh, change models out there. I mean, there's a lot, Google it, you know, you can find exactly. uh, Lewin, Cotter, ProSci. I mean, um, there are, there are tools and support out there um, uh, to help leaders get better at managing uh, change and helping their people through change. Um, I, I, I just want to thank you so much, Limwell, for joining us today and for sharing your thoughts on, on leadership, especially leadership um, in an industrial uh, environment, sharing your experiences. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw one out there for you. Uh, just if you were going to leave our listeners with one thought today, what would it be? Go for it. Don't be Go afraid. Go for it. And don't be afraid. That is so, that is so inspiring. Thank you so much. And, and I feel I, you inspired me. I'm ready to go for it. Um, <laughs> and trust myself and my skills, you know, and, and know that I and know that, uh, that there's room for more. Um, so if listeners want to, uh, reach you Limwell, um, we are going to, uh, you have LinkedIn, so you're on LinkedIn. Um, right. and, uh, the, the website, you know, where you can be found and actually it's a very nice photo of you. So I encourage your listeners <laughs> to go check it out on lce.com. It's an easy website, easy website address. Um, but they can reach out to you on, on LinkedIn, you know, if people want to learn more about Limwell or about, uh, life cycle engineering, is that how we recommend they reach out to you? Absolutely. Okay, great. <laughs> well, and thank you. Thank you for joining me on the leadership connection. I think, I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of, out of this chat. And um, I hope we get to do another one sometime soon. <laughs> no, thank, uh, thank you for the invite. It was my pleasure. All right. So for you listeners out there of the leadership connection, join me next time. Um, for our next episode of the Leadership Connection, we will be speak. We will be speaking with um, some other industrial leaders, 
sharing experiences, giving some kernels of truth, giving some knowledge, something that you can walk away with for your own personal leadership journey. And I hope we've done that for you today. Um, and so with that, this is Tara Hull-Wegner signing off until next time. Bye-bye.